0: welcome to the nino's corner podcast this is beautiful what is that velvet hosted by nick nino's corner battle damn right (laughs) what's up peeps nick battle aka nino's corner man First off, if you like this content that is coming your way, hit that subscribe button. It means a ton, means a lot, helps me grow this channel. Um, we're on the road to 4,000 subscribers, so hit that subscribe button, hit that bell to get all my notifications. It means a ton. And also, folks, if you are listening to this on the podcast platform, whether it's Spotify whether it is uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Breaker, again, like, comment, subscribe, five-star review, means a ton, means a lot, helps me grow the channel. But today, folks, we are going to go... Do a Horns Corner game recap. Yes, Horns Corner. So that is the new section, the new segment of this podcast. Um, so if you see there, Nino's Corner um and Horns Corner. So I'm um, gonna have a Horns Corner segment. This is where I talk about all Texas um you know content. Um, where there's Texas recruiting, where it is, you know, Texas um game analysis, the whole nine. So just the horns corner segment. So the horns corner game recap, Texas at Texas Tech. But prior to that, folks, let's go and get into our sponsors. First sponsor, you know, folks, is by BetUS.com. Get 125% sign up bonus using the bonus code Nino's Corner at BetUS.com. That's free money, folks. 125% sign up bonus using the code Nino's Corner at BetUS.com. Um, second sponsor, folks, is Manscaped, folks. Manscaped, get 20% off on free worldwide shipping using the promo code Nino's Corner at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the promo code Nino's Corner at Manscaped.com. But folks, today we are here to talk about the Horn's Corner Game Recap, Texas at Texas Tech. I'm going to share my screen. We're going to go over some of the NCN metrics. You guys know my Ninos Corner number. um, And along to go with the explosive play rates, the SPs, which are the actual successive plays and just everything. So, folks, let's go ahead and get into it. And we'll share the screen here so that you guys can actually see exactly what I am talking about. So if we go here, we look at Nino's Corner Sports. All right. We're going to go on the tab here, folks. You need to go here from the analysis side of the house, but you can go here also player rankings. We'll start off with the running backs here, you know, folks. So first off, first guy I want to talk about is Roshan Johnson. Not the best game from Rojo when it comes to rushing the ball today. Um, so when we're looking at NCN numbers for rushing the ball, um, Rojo had a 23.22. Right. The NCN average is, is around forty-five points. So he was below average, folks. Only nine attempts, um, only fifteen yards rushing, one point six seven yards per attempt, uh, two first downs in those rushes, so a twenty-two percent first down per attempt. Um, so not the best rushing game for Rojo. Um, I think we tried to use the rocket a little too much, um, which we can, you know, like definitely get into that later on in the show. Um, but he did catch the ball pretty well. Um, when we look at catching the ball pretty well, two targets, two receptions. Um, for 100% catch, um, you know, uh, a percentage for, you know, for 23 yards. Um, but if you go look at uh, the – I think the second catch he had, was where Rojo basically pancaked somebody and then ran the ball about 28 yards in total um, because he had a bunch of yak and did his thing, man. A hell of a play by Rojo. That's going to be on his draft night. Uh, you know, that's going to be like his – probably his draft highlight. Uh, the next person that we'll go to, folks, is B. John Robinson from the running back position. Now, we take a look at Bijan. um, For Texas Tech, he had a 64 NCN rushing, so 64.00, which is really good, really good, folks. Um, And you take a look at it uh, 64 from the rushing side of the house, uh, 121.86 from the receiving side of the house, but on a limited sample, only one catch, one target. But from the rushing side of the house, folks, 16 attempts. I got 101 yards, 6.31 yards per carry. A four first downs, so a 25% first down per attempt rate, and uh, two touchdowns rushing. Um, so it's his touchdown per attempt is 13% for the game. Um, and his explosive plays. So, explosive plays, folks, for a running back is 15 yards or more rushing. He had three plays that were 15 yards or more, so a 19% explosive play per attempt. And he had six successful plays, folks. So, when I talk about, you know, SPs, you know, successful plays, those are plays that are leading to become a first down. So, at least half the yardage on first down, at least 70% of the yardage on second down, and all of the yardage on third down or fourth down, respectively. Um, so, he had a 38% SP per attempt. And he had that one costly fumble, but look, guys, we can't blame it on Bijan. Bijan is that guy. Um, and just to be honest, to have six successful plays out of the 16 attempts um, is, is is kind of mind-boggling because he continuously had pressure in the backfield. Bijan continuously had to make um, – he had to go off script. you know. So he had to basically dance a little bit in the backfield to get some yards. Um so yeah, just take a look at what Bijan did. Go look at the tape again. I've watched the game three times already. Um, you know, and I've been going over this film with, you know, like some of the folks in the chat, whether it's Fort Acres Landlord and Texas Homer and you know, the Lando show and you know, Nash talks, you know, sports and you know, Steven. And look, we 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 all go over this every week and we talk a lot about so. Yeah, uh Bijan has to do that because sometimes this line doesn't run block the way that they're supposed to to make sure that he has open lanes. Now he did have open lanes and go to 40 Acres Land, you'll yeah, Forty Acres Landlords Post, and you'll see on Twitter he had, I think, on that goal line stance um where, where Texas stopped Texas Tech on the goal line. We got the ball, I think, at the two-yard line. There was a play where he had a, a no kidding hole on the right side. I think that was a jumbo package as well between Christian Jones and Cole Hudson Cole Hudson's guy kind of got a little bit of the best of Cole Hudson, but the, but the, but the running lane was still there. Bijan was only thinking about that guy. He should have just planted his foot, went in that, in that lane. And guys, that would have been at least an explosive play at minimum, at minimum 15, 20 yards, uh, probably more. And with Bijan's uh, heart, probably a touchdown. So there was an opportunity for a 98, 99 yard touchdown there in that play. But um, those are just the little things. But Bijan's one of those guys you you cannot get mad at. Bijan is that guy, and this team with uh, would be, uh, you know, they would severely miss him if he wasn't here. Now, folks, for the season here, you know, Bijan has an NCN rushing number 77.79, his second best um, throughout his career. Um, and that's saying a lot, even, even for his yardage, you know, at 6.13 yards this is the second best for his career because people know how good he is now. You know, I'm not saying that in 2021, they didn't know how good he was, but he snuck up on everybody because yes, he was good in 2020, but he wasn't the guy in 2020 people were expecting him to be good in 2021. And then he just really became really good. Now people know he's a Heisman candidate. Um, you know, a lot of people are thinking he's probably gonna be a Heisman finalist, and if he continues to play like this, he probably will be. And they still can not stop him, even with uh, the grades that are coming in from different sites on the offensive line, which is pass blocking very well, but not run blocking at its best. But if you look at Bijan for the season, a 77.79 NCN rushing, a 60.61 NCN receiving, 67 attempts, 411 yards at 6.13 yards per attempt, 18 first downs so 27% first uh, you know, first down per attempt rate, seven touchdowns rushing which is great. So 10% of his carries um, are, yes, you know, so right at 10% of his carries are uh, for touchdowns, Um, explosive plays, he has eight explosive plays, uh, meaning rushes had a, you know, rushes that are 15 yards or more. So 12% of his um, touches are explosive plays and successful plays folks. 26 out of his 67 uh, rushing attempts are successful plays. So 39%. You kind of want that number to be, you know, like last year, around the 45% range or better. But, hey, this is still early in the season. He's going to get his legs him. He's going to do good things. And he has that one costly fumble. Um, but, uh, look, Bijan doesn't fumble the ball much. And you see that he's taking it very seriously. You see all the reports that he's been carrying the football around campus pretty much since that game. So, I got all confidence in Bijan. Bijan's the guy that we, folks, Texas folks, we don't have to worry about Bijan. He's going to be just fine. Um, Folks, let's go down to the wide receiver position. Let's take a look at, uh, Jordan Whittington. First off, Jordan Whittington, uh, NCN, his NCN number here, folks, is 52.92, uh, four receptions, uh, off of five targets. So uh, an 80% catch percentage, 53 yards. Okay. First downs three out of his four catches were, or first down. So 75% first down per reception. Um, now, if you go look at explosive plays, no explosive plays today. And he really hasn't been explosive this year too much, um, which is kind of a worry. It kind of used to, you know, Jordan getting some plays that are 15 yards more. But to be honest with you, he's been kind of one of those guys that just moves the chains kind of methodically. So even last season, he had nine explosive plays, but he didn't he didn't play a full season. So he was kind of getting on that path to get that done. Um, but, you know, but this year, you know, he has one explosive play this year so far. We'll see that. Hopefully, you know you know increase, but a 25% XP per per um, catch rate. Um, his successful plays, though, three out of his four catches were successful plays, meaning, like I said, those plays that are uh, on the way to getting first down. So he's a very successful uh, uh, catcher of the ball. And if you look even for the season, if if you go up here for the season, he's uh, his his SP per reception is very high, almost 90%. Folks. Almost 90% SP per reception and almost 70% SP per target. Um, so yeah, he's been doing good things. 111 yeah, yeah. 111 yards of yak pretty much for the season, but just for this game alone, his yak was 25 yards. So yeah, he's gonna get you, you know, a continuous around 24, 25 yards of yak, you know, just averaging out. And his yak per reception here so far this season, I got at 6.17 yak. Yeah, per reception, and for the game, it was 6.1. Oh, I'm sorry, 6.25. So, Jordan Winington, he's that guy. I mean, he's he's good. He He's more like a running back when he gets the ball, so you just love that. Um, kind of Devin DuVernay-ish when he, when he gets the ball. He becomes just an instant running back who loves and thrives off contact. Um, but, yeah, Jordan Whittington is that guy. Next guy I want to highlight here, folks, is going to be, let's look at Xavier Worthy, X-Man number eight, Xavier Worthy. Um, this game, he, he had a touchdown this game. NCN receiving folks with 42.9, and that number is only low like that because he had a drop. Um, if he didn't have a drop, I think that number's up to around 60, but um, actually weight drops uh, pretty big in this system. He had a couple drops. He had a drop last week, if I'm not mistaken as well, um, and a drop this week. Um, so he had two drops so far this year. Take a look. He had a drop uh, this week and a drop against Alabama, and then he had a drop against Alabama was the touchdown drop. Um, but yeah, he had one to actually start off this game. So he had nine drops so far since he's been playing here at Texas, which is quite a bit, but he's a young player. He got to catch the ball, not on his body, but with his hands. And I'm pretty sure coach Mary is going to get that into him. Um, but he had five targets folks. I got five targets. I got three receptions for, for Xavier worthy, uh, 50 yards, uh, two of those receptions, uh, for, for first down. So 67% first down per reception, One TD, so 33% TD per reception rate, which is really good, and one explosive play, which is that touchdown rate, you know, play. And that's also 33% from the reception side of the house. And all three of his catches were successful plays, so 100% successful play per reception rate. Um, So averaging 16.67 yards per reception. X mans that guy, he's another guy I'm not worried about as well. Once we get X-Men doing his thing, once he gets in the groove of things, he's going to be just fine. Um, his his NC and reception rate is a little low this year, 32.87. That's mainly because of the drops, and he just hasn't had the opportunities this year because teams know about him. So teams are scheming. They're they're, they're putting a safety over him. That's why I think we miss Nayer so much is to be able to have somebody opposite of of, of worthy to kind of take that pressure off him. And Jordan Williams is doing a great job as well, but, you know, with that, you kind ha- of you know, had to have like that three-headed monster there and then couple that also with a guy like J.T. Sanders, and that would be just freaking awesome. Um, but that's what we have there for Xavier Worthy. Um, let's take a look. We'll look at the tight end position. Uh, let's look at the tight end. The tight end position, the only guy I really want to highlight here is probably J.T. Sanders. J.T. Sanders for the game he had a 48.99 five targets, five receptions, uh, for hundred percent catch. Um, then 40 reception yards, folks. Um, two of those receptions were first down. So 40% first down per reception, which is pretty good folks. No touchdowns this game. Um, no explosive plays and four successful plays. So every one of his plays that he caught the ball was a successful play. That's to the scheming of Sark. Um, you know, so I'm sorry, four out of five. So that that is that is eighty percent sp per reception and an sp per target for him. Sark schemes guys to be successful, and so you're going to always see some pretty high sp per receptions for the tight ends and for the wide receiver because he schemes them open. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about this position either. We just got to be able to block better to be able to get him to. Release and 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 be able to catch those balls here in the in the near future. But look, we got a big game coming up against West Virginia here this Saturday. Um, it's a night game too, so we'll see what's going to happen. But for the season, if you, if you just take a look at Sanders, man, um, a fifty point one five NCM receiving at uh, nineteen targets, fifteen receptions, so almost eighty percent catch percentage, one hundred thirty four yards at eight point nine three yards per reception, um, seven first downs, um, so a forty seven percent first down per reception, not bad at all. And one TD, that's going to get higher because he's going to get targeted in the red zone, and two explosive plays for a tight end, which is pretty damn good for a guy who's 6'4", 256 pounds. Uh, so, folks, we'll go over one more. Let's take a look at the quarterbacks, and we'll take a look at what Hudson Card has done here um, in this game alone. In this game alone against Texas Tech, Hudson Card, 20 for 31 277, 13.885 uh, yards per completion and 8.94 uh, yards per attempt. Uh, two touchdown passes in, in – in one pick, um, so the TD attempt per pass is 0.06, interceptions 0.05, so 5%. But if you take a look at his explosive plays, he had five explosive plays in passing the ball. Um, so 25% of his of, of his passes were for explosive plays. And I got a metric here. I think almost 50% of Texas's ex, um, total yardage were came from explosive play yardage, meaning uh, plays are 15 more 15 or more yards in, in in rushing and 20 or more yards in passing. So Hudson had. Th- uh, five plays that were 20 or more yards in passing. and His to play attempt from the passing percentage was 16%. And he had 17 su- successful plays in the passing game. So 17 out of 20. So very efficient, very efficient um, passing game. So 85% of his completions were successful, all right, 87%. 85% of his completions were successful. Now, his, his his successful play per attempt was still almost 55%. So, really good, efficient game by Hudson. Only that one real mistake, the pick. Um, but, you know, other than that, very efficient game by Hudson Card. We did not lose this game because of Hudson Card. He actually had a really good game. So, very proud of Hudson. Um, and, and, and just to see what he's done here over the last, uh, you know, basically three games, folks. He played – What Three quarters against Bama Um, All four against UTSA And all four against Texas Tech Um, So very proud of what Hudson has done here for this team Now folks if we go Let's take a look Um, I'm going to do a screen share We're going to take a look at um, The My Excel spreadsheet And we'll see exactly Some of the team metrics that That I always track folks I always track these team metrics um, so if we take a look at just a play breakdown, we had 160 plays um, in this game. 60 uh, for Texas on the offense side of the ball, 100 for Texas Tech. So they had 40 more plays, folks. Um, w- we were pretty balanced, 52% passing, 48% rushing. Texas Tech, 58% um, passing, 42% running. We actually did a pretty damn good job of stopping the run. Um, So when you take a look at their successful plays, you know, you know, um, just in the running game, 14 uh, successful plays for Texas Tech in the running game out of 37 rushing attempts. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Out of 42 rushing plays. So a 33% SPR for the run. We did very well against the run. We even – Actually, they're pretty good against their pass, too, but they passed so much. They had uh, what was it, 58 passing attempts. They were successful on 23, so about 40%. They were only successful 37% of the time, but it was the key moments when they were successful, folks. Texas Tech um, having six out of eight fourth down conversions, they were a very aggressive team, um, and we weren't aggressive. We weren't aggressive at all, um, you know, I don't think. Um, and, well, I don't think, you know, honestly, we weren't as aggressive as Texas Tech. Texas Tech went for fourth down eight times in the game, you know, and they converted six. So six out of eight is a very high percentage there, folks. Um, what's that, three out of four, seventy-five 75%. Um, so, yeah, one thing I do like, though, from the defense is we're not giving up a lot of explosive plays. Texas Tech only had five explosive plays. For a team to have 100 total plays and only have five explosive plays, meaning rushes of 15 yards or more or pass completions of 20 yards or more. The defense kind of did their job. I wasn't too mad at the defense after looking at the tape again for the third time. Um, yes, you know they had some blown assignments. They had some dumb penalties. You know the offsides were were dumb, which calls for two of those explosive plays or actually one of those explosive plays, um, where the quarterback was was smart. They had two offsides and so he just went deep. We got a P.I. I think on. Uh, Pi was on Gilbo, I think, and the other one was um, an offsides, and he just drew it deep and had a catch, and the catch was on Johnson, if I'm not mistaken. But it was in Johnson and the safety, I think Johnson and Thompson. Um, you know, but I could be wrong on that. But uh, so they only had five explosive plays, um, which was really good, and for them to pass the ball so much and only have three explosive passing plays it was good that they didn't we didn't allow anything to go. Above us, over the top of us, but we did let them dink and dunk, and they were very successful in that range. Now, if you go take a look at the N.C.N. metrics and the N.C.N. scores, folks, about 45 points is your average. Um, Texas had on the offense side of the ball. N.C.N. offense was 65 points. Texas Tech was 45, and I only say if it was, you know looks like we won the game, right? Well, we were very efficient. We were a more efficient offense than Texas Tech was. Texas Tech just had more opportunities. They had more opportunities, folks. On the defense side of the ball, we were pretty much even, 47.9 to 43.2. Um, so, you know, it's so pretty much even there. Um, if we go take a look at – one thing I want to take a look at, folks, is those NCNs per quarter and, and also per, per overtime. If you take a look at here, we were a team in the first quarter. Our our, our NCN number in the first quarter was 75.3 points um, and 90.52 in the second quarter. We were on fire. And then in the third quarter – it's like we got a little conservative, and then, you know, overtime happened, and we were at, what, 28. Texas Tech was pretty consistent. They started off hot. Second quarter, not so good. And then third quarter, they made that rally. Did their thing. They had, the I think, the one touchdown there in the fourth quarter as well. Um, but they weren't as efficient of an offense. And then in overtime, they just won the game. Um, but, yeah, they they were kind of like, okay, we had a good first quarter. Kind of took a quarter off. Good good third quarter to come and tie the game, basically. Um well I actually tied a game in the fourth quarter, but they were they were moving the ball on us at will. Um, we're gonna talk about the defense. I'm not gonna to go too much into the defense side of the ball. One thing I will say is that our defensive line and our linebackers having five tackles for loss, um, was pretty good. Two sacks. Um, I think one was by Overshawn and one was a push out out of the bouncing by Jamison. So it was not a sack, it wasn't like really a sack, but um we can do better. We can get more pressure. I checked some some sites that say we had 44 pressures. I don't see that. I don't know how like realistic 44 pressures is. I didn't see 44 pressures, folks. I didn't see it. Um they had one sack on us, um, and only one tack for loss. Um however, when we take a look at the let's take a look at the at the formations. You guys know I love to look at the, you know at the formations here. Um so we had 60 plays and steven's gonna laugh at me <laughs> uh we had a message the other day i was kind of mad watching the film over again last night and um i saw one of the jumbo packages and it was like i think the first or second play that we used the jumbo package and you know carrot kind of missed the block and i was so mad i was like you were the jumbo package and then i had to kind of calm myself down and look and say that hey that the jumbo package uh this game wasn't the best but you Know pretty much over the season, it's been one of the most successful packages we've had in the passing game. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, you know, I actually show you guys that uh, that information here in like just a minute. But looking at plays, we use one, two, three, four, five, six. So, we use seven different formations plus the row so eight different formations. Um, you know, so we're very versatile. Um, however, uh, we're very efficient. We just need this number here, we need that 60 number to be around 80. Or, or at least 70, 75 to kind of counter what they had at the hundred. So if we take another 15 plays and they have, and we're at 75 and they're at 85, I feel comfortable with us winning that game. Um, however, when you take a look at the packages at empty formation, we were successful 60% of the time. We had one explosive play out of empty formation. So we had three successful plays out of five and one explosive play out of five. Now if we take a look at, uh, you know, 10, which was um, one running back, no tight ends. We were successful seven out of 11 times, which is really good, especially in the running game. We were successful the one out of one time. And in the passing game, we were successful six out of a nine. So no, I'm sorry, six out of 10. Um, but a overall SP rate of 64% from the 10 formation. Uh, from 11, one running back, one tight end, 17 total plays, nine successful plays out of there as well, 53%. 56% in the passing game, 50 in the run game. Then 12 personnel, which is kind of what we – it was tied with 11 with our most used personnel package. And with 12, and that 12 counts in with Jumbo too. So don't look at Jumbo as being separate of 12. It's part of 12 personnel. So 10 out of those 17 12 personnel packages were, were Jumbo plays. So that 12 personnel number uh, actually accounts for – for the jumbo. So 24% total SP, SP rate. Now, if you go look at the jumbo, jumbo was 30%, right? So uh, not the best total. Um, we were 38% uh, s- a successful in a run game. And, and one of those rushing plays that was successful was Bijan had a hell of a play. And he just, Uh, Basically got Jan up in the back, uh, bounced it from the right side over to the left. I think had a very explosive play. I think had 14, 15 yard run there. But we were not successful at all in the passing game from the jumbo personnel package, um, which was a lot different in Alabama because we were very successful against Alabama. And then we had 20 personnel, none. 21 personnel, so two running backs, one tight end, four plays there, and 22, none, and 23, none. So. 22 21 personnel four plays two were successful I think we got a touchdown out of that as well um I think we got a touchdown out of that do I have it on there I don't think I have it on but I'm pretty sure we got a touchdown off of that one um and an explosive play out of that 21 personnel as well and then we had the diamond formation like the 30 personnel that that uh we had we used that twice and we were successful both times um so yeah. Really good formation there for us as well and had one that's supposed to play out of that formation. I think that was the Keelan Robinson touchdown pass, but I could be wrong. Um, But if you go take a look at the Texas Tech, their personnel packages. Uh, Let's take a look at Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech, their extra personnel packages, their 100 plays. Um, They use one, two, three – Four, one, two, three, four. They used six different personnel packages. Actually, five different personnel packages. The majority was out of ten. And if you take a look; they used empty and ten pretty much, and, and eleven. But they used a lot of ten personnel. And I'm gonna tell you what, folks: Bryce Young, Bryce Young has basically uh, showed everybody the blueprint to beat us, and that's the Dink and Dunk on us. And that's what they did. They had 32 pass plays, um, 17 run plays out of ten personnel, the most passing or running plays out of any personnel package that they had. And they did their thing against us there. Um, They had five successful run plays, um, nine successful passing plays, um, a total of 14 successful passing plays out of that formation alone. Um, Even though they had a lot, it wasn't a great percentage just because of the simple fact that they didn't run much out of that package. Now, when he went to 11 personnel, which was the second most used package that they had, They were successful, folks, 46% of the time in the running game and 55% of the time in the passing game. Two as close to plays out of that package as well, and three successful plays out of that 10 formation. But, folks, Bryce Young showed us in that last two minutes or that last 90 seconds exactly how to beat us. That's Dinkin and Duncan, and that's what UTSA did. And if they had more talent, they probably would have beat us. Um, But Texas Tech has more talent than, than UTSA, and they were able to scheme and beat us. And so those are the metrics that are shown here, folks. Um, but I do want to take a look at the final team metrics here for the season so far. And this is for me and Steven, you know, from FP, from that perspective, we were kind of laughing about this yesterday, but I was like, get rid of the jumbo package. And I got, like, you know what? Uh Steven, uh, I actually texted him last night and said, uh, don't don't get rid of it because it's probably one of our most successful passing formations. As a matter of fact, it is our most successful passing formation with at least um 10 10 passing plays. It's uh it was successful 57% of the time out of jumbo package, right? 57% of the time out of jumbo package. Um, the next highest is uh the 10 personnel package, and that was 56% of the time that has at least 10 passing plays or more. Um so yeah, it's been very successful in the in the in the passing game, but not the running game. You would think it'd be more successful in the running game because you bring it an extra tight end that is an offensive lineman and Andre Carrick, but from a successful Side of the house from an SP side of the house, it's fifty-seven percent, which is the highest in the successful play passing, and it is uh, around the third or fourth highest overall when it comes to SPR total at forty-five percent. You know, you know, just for the team with ten or more different plays. It's a third. It's tied with third with 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 zero formation, um, which is empty. And out of jumbo they have three. Yeah, three explosive plays. So three out of those nine explosive plays from the 12 personnel are coming from jumbo. Um, So 33% of 12 personnel's explosive play rate comes from the jumbo package. So Steven, there you go, man. There you go, Steven. There you go. Keep the jumbo package. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep the jumbo package. (laughs) I was, I was tripping yesterday. But anyways, folks, that is it. That's all the stats that we're going to talk about today. Again, the horns corner recap, Texas at Texas tech. Like, comment, subscribe. Let me know what you guys think of the uh, of the stats. Thanks for tuning in. Name is Corner. I'm out. Horns always up. Hook them.